And now, coming to you from the gleaming spires of Chicago, broadcasting throughout the multiverse, the Nine Realms, Niflheim, Svartalfheim, Olympus, Nidaveller, basically anywhere that has the internet, really, we proudly present Radio Free Asgard. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Radio Free Asgard. This is episode number 241. We're the only Thor podcast hosted by a true descendant of Odin. That's me. And a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. So before we get started this week, I just had to make a correction. Well, it wasn't incorrect when I initially made the announcement, but it, I need to correct it now. In the pre-editing process of this episode, I actually uh, announced last week that I was going to be appearing on the Fantasticast, episode number 198. I still am appearing on the Fantasticast. And in fact, we've already recorded the episode, but it's going to be episode number 199. It's kind of a long story as to why that that got bumped back, but it had something to do with missing data. And uh, yeah, it was kind on my side. (laughs) So yeah, I I felt really horrible about it. But we did have to get together again and re-record part of that episode. So uh, yeah, and because of their editing schedule and all that, they had to push back the episode um, a week. And then uh, and do their Marvel two in one episode instead. Uh, so unfortunately, it was beyond all of our control. But I we have recorded it now. Hopefully, they're in the editing process now, and I will be appearing on Fantastic Cast episode number one ninety nine. And I have to say, it was great fun hanging out with uh, with Andy and Stephen and talking about Fantastic Four number one fifty six and making fun of Doctor Doom and the Silver Surfer and just generally being very silly. And and it was a great time. I love the Fantastic Cast and you should all be going to listen to that show too. Even those of you who don't like Andy's accent. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get on with it, shall we? So, uh, because I'm actually kind of doubling up on shows again, I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, as far as Thor news, there's been a bit of Thor news since the last time I recorded, but it all is kind of in the same vein as what we've had before. Um, a lot of, uh, of like personal appearances being made by the stars, uh, little clues dribbling out here and there, and, and it's cool stuff. But, uh, you know, I, at this point, I'd, I'd rather just ignore it so that I don't get anything spoiled for me. It'll just enjoy the film when it comes out. But uh, people are posting stuff over on our Facebook group, uh, articles and things, and you should definitely go over there. If you look for Radio Free Asgard on Facebook, you'll find us. You can also email the show by writing to email uh, radiofreeasgard at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, too, but we really don't use it much. (laughs) You know how that goes. Yeah, I I suck at Twitter. I admit it. Anyhow, uh, so we do have an issue of Thor, Son of Asgard to cover. So let's just go ahead and move along to the review. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard. And 
this week we are looking at Thor, Son of Asgard, issue number five. Cover art is by Adi Granov. Shows Loki, the evil Loki, standing in the foreground with a handful of blue mist. And in the background we see Thor uh, apparently ready to strike Loki with a sword. Uh, so it's a, a pretty cool cover here. Beautiful artwork by Adi Granov, like all the covers have been. Uh, I am a big fan of this. And we open up to the splash page where we have the credits. Akira Yoshida was the writer. Greg Tocini is the penciler. Jay Leiston is the inker. Guru EFX is the colorist. VCs Randy Gentili is the letterer. Adi Granoff is the cover artist, as we know. Mackenzie Cadenhead, the editor. Ralph Macchio and C.B. Sabulski are the consulting editors. Joe Casada is the editor-in-chief. And Dan Buckley is the publisher. This was published, by the way, in August of 2004 and retailed for $2.99. Thor, the Prince of Asgard, is a brash and impetuous youth, never one to consider who he is or what he has. Thor's mind is always on who he will one day be and what the future holds for him. I somehow think we've read this before. He feels he lives in the shadow of his father, Odin, ruler of all Asgard, and he hopes he can escape that fate through noble deeds and valiant acts. When Odin asks Thor and his fellow young warriors, Baldur and Sif, to undertake a quest on his behalf, Thor quickly agrees, but does not consult his friends. Though Sif and Baldur are angered by Thor's inconsiderate behavior, they commit themselves to the task at hand. Together, the trio travels Asgard in search of four mystic elements which Odin hopes to forge into an enchanted sword. They have defeated the dragon Hakarel and removed one of the scales from his armored hide. They have battled ice pixies on the frozen peaks of Jotunheim. See, they corrected it. In order to obtain a feather from the snow eagle, Ginori. And they have overcome the vicious Genia deep beneath the sands of the Asgardian desert to win a magic jewel. Now only the fourth element remains. Enchanted water from the mystic lake of Lilitha. And so this is part five, the Lake of Lilitha. And we open up on our young heroes in the woods. Uh, we have Sif and Thor and Balder. And um, Thor's in the lead here. He seems to have changed clothes since last time. He's, he's kind of wearing that, that armored chest bit that, that we've seen, the, the kind of the round circles of armor that, that evoke his, his classic costume. This, my friends, is Lilitha. And the lake of Lilitha is the heart of this land, says Thor. Its enchanted water nourishes all living things that dwell within Lilitha's borders. I used to come here as a child to swim in the lake and climb through the trees in this lush forest. I do not believe lush is the word I would use to describe this forest, says Sif. Something is indeed wrong here, Thor, says Balder. There is no life left in these trees. Trying to use your brain instead of your brawn again, Balder? Hoping to discover another hidden mystery and win a second kiss from Lady Sif? Like the kiss that you stole from Sif near the waterfall as I hunted, says Balder. Was that the secret that you kept from me? Who's to say, Balder? It may have been more than just a kiss. And Balder gets, gets a little bit irked here and he smacks Thor in the face with a branch. <laughs> and Sif is like, enough! I've heard enough from both of you. You use my name as a pawn in this war of words. You act as I am not here to speak for myself. Your petty jealousies are unfounded. We three are friends and nothing more. Put aside this childish rivalry and let us finish our quest. The lake is near. The fourth element is within our grasp. We need but draw a vial of water and return to Asgard. So be it, says Thor. 
The lake lies but two days' walk from here. The sooner we get there, the sooner we can make our way home. And there is a pink push and sort of a misty, cloudy sort of thing. And we see a figure emerging from this pink mist. And it is Loki. And, of course, the others see him and Thor's like, Loki! And there's a shing twanging noises. And Loki holds his hands out. And he's like, help me. And they're all, the three of them are looking around like, what the, what the hell? You know, anyway, Thor says, stand guard. Who knows what transpires here? I will tend to my brother. And he goes up to uh, Loki. And Loki is apparently crying anyway. Why are you here, Loki? And why do you appear to have been in battle? Has Odin sent you? Is there trouble in Asgard? Carnilla, Carnilla seeks to kill our father and claim Asgard as her own. Carnilla? The Norn Queen? What could she possibly hope to gain by crossing Odin? Explain yourself, Loki. I too was swallowed by the sands in Genia, having followed you there. When I awoke, I found myself a prisoner, chained to the wall of a dank dungeon, and there before me gloating stood the Norn Queen. I was beginning to think you would never wake up, and that I'd saved you from Genia for naught. Carnilla! And Carnilla's laughing, ha ha ha. She knew of your quest, and used her magics to hinder your travels whenever she could. And when she spied me following you, she captured me, believing I would help her with her evil machinations. I had hoped to use Odin's true son as a pawn in my plan to bring ruin to his throne. But if the fates dictate that it is Odin's adopted son who will assist me, then so be it. And this is all taking place in the Norn Queen's cave. Remember we saw at the end of last issue? I declined her offer, shows Loki spitting her in the face and, and saying, Never! Asgard has become my home, a home I will never turn my back on or betray. <laughs> Something tells me this isn't quite the true story. Yeah? Well, young trickster, it appears there is more to you than meets the eye, says Carnilla. You do have a bit of backbone, something I shall be happy to remedy upon my return. Your refusal to assist me makes little difference. The attack continues as planned, with or without you. And she lays a big old smooch on Loki. When next we meet, godling, you will bow down before me as your queen. And we cut back to the scene here with the four of them. Can this be, says Thor, I know not what to make of the tale you tell. And we hear, he lies, from, from the side of the panel. Given his pension for mischief, we cannot believe a word this silver-tongued devil speaks. He has concocted this story so that we return to Asgard and fail in our quest. How is it he stands there before us when by his own admission he was mystically bound to Carnilla's lair? When Carnilla kissed me, I absorbed a hint of her magic. I used that to escape my shackles. After fighting my way out, I made for Lilitha in order to find you. More lies, says Sif. I will have the truth or I will have your blood on my hands. You made mention that you had been following us. Is this true? For how long? Since since you left Asgard, I have been in the shadows of your journey the entire time. I knew it, says Sif. That is why the dragon was waiting for us. It was you who told Hakarel we were coming. Yes, yes, it was me. And it was I who tricked Thor into returning to the waterfall to catch you bathing. 
please forgive me. Forgive you? I would simply kill you and be done with it, says Sif. Stay your hand, Sif, says Thor. Loki is my brother. That makes this a family matter. He will pay for his treachery, but it is I who will deal with him. When your actions have placed us in peril, Loki, I have always given you the benefit of the doubt. I never wanted to believe that you truly meant for harm to befall me or my friends. But here today, your true nature stands revealed. I have but one question for you, Loki, and I beg you to think before you speak. Your life depends on your answer. Is Carnilla truly planning an attack on Asgard, or are you simply trying to deceive us into returning home in failure? I speak the truth, says Loki. Carnilla intends to take Asgard as her own. Believe me, please. And Thor has gotten Loki pinned up to the tree, uh, but he releases him. Loki falls down with a whump. Tell me why, Loki, says Thor. Why come to us with this news now when you have shown us nothing but contempt in the past? Yeah, yes, it is true. There is no love lost between us. I'll admit that. However, any hatred I feel for you three is outweighed for my love for my father, Odin. A father who took me in. A father who gave me a chance at life. A father whose own life is now in danger. A father who needs our help. And Thor's looking down at Loki and kind of thinking about what to do. And everyone's looking at him. Thor's like, you go, he says to Sif and Balder. And Balder's like, what? I fail to understand your reasoning here, Thor, says Sif. You two take Loki and return to Asgard. You must warn Odin of Carnilla's plan. I will continue on to the Lake of Lilitha to draw the water Odin needs for the Enchanted Sword. We may need it in the coming battle. Once I finish our quest, I'll return to Asgard. But Thor... You would turn your back on our father, says Loki. I'm doing this for our father, says Thor. Nay, Balder... Do not question my decision, not now. It was I who accepted Odin's quest and dragged you both into danger. It was I who placed this burden on our shoulders, but now it is my burden to bear. I am the son of Odin. This was Odin's quest. I will finish my father's bidding and prove myself in his eyes. And the three of them are kind of looking at each other, and Loki. We will help ensure that Carnilla is defeated and that Asgard is victorious, says Sif. Odin will retain his throne and will welcome his heroic son upon his return, says Balder. Then I assume it is up to me to get us there in time, says Loki. And he's doing some kind of a, a spell sort of thing. And sort of, I don't know what it, it's supposed to be. It's some like plant creature. Uh, not really sure what it is, but Loki has summoned it up with his magic. Where did you learn to... There's no time for explanations now, says Loki. I just wish I had studied enough to conjure flying horses. And now it's your turn, Thor. This is for luck. And Sif gives Thor a little peck on the cheek. And the friends depart. Oh, I guess the, he made plant horses. Okay, I guess I can kind of see them now. They're kind of crude, I guess. Fare thee well, my friends. Protect Asgard, our home and heart. May your path be safe and your journey swift, Thor. We will be reunited shortly, says Balder. And we then shift scenes to some time later, and Thor is riding his, his shrubbery horse through the, the woods, and uh, he's, dry, he's riding through, and um, he says, If memory serves, the lake should be just over the crest of this hill, but I don't recall there being any sort of pillar on this path. 
and he uh, runs into one of the pillars and he finds out that these pillars are not exactly what he thought. Uh, it's uh, some sort of a, a weird giant uh, and he's got a big chain around his neck and he's carrying two big like big logs and this big rock giant thing says, Grrr, nothing shall stand in my way this day. Taste the fury of Thor, son of Asgard. And he leaps at the giant and he's got his shield and sword out and he uh, is kind of wrapping the, the chain around his neck. The uh, kind of trying to flip over the, the giant so he can get, get past him. But the giant does something. It looks like the, the chain breaks. And the, uh, so Thor is able to, uh, to wrap the chain around the big stump or something. And uh, so it's going to temporarily slow down the giant anyway. Thor jumps up to a tree and he's trying to, it's a fallen tree. He's trying to lift the fallen tree up. And he um, manages to basically, I'm not sure, kind of tear down the, the giant as sort of mud being. I'm not really sure exactly what he's trying to do here. But uh, it, anyway, it ends up destroying this giant thing. And Thor leaps free so he doesn't get hurt by the falling giant. And he says, well fought, Leviathan. That was truly a battle to be sung about. But nothing shall keep me from the task at hand. The fourth element Odin requires is but a stone's throw away. My quest will be at an end as I reach the, reach the lake of Lilla. And he goes through a clearing uh, into the opening where the lake is. And he goes, no! And he sees that the entire lake of Lilitha is gone. It's all dried up. The lake of Lilitha, it's gone. What magic is this? How could Carnilla? No! You will pay dearly for this, witch! But I will not leave these lands empty-handed. I will bring a token of the lake as a reminder of my failure today, so I will never taste such bitterness again. And he um, scoops up a big big handful of sand and pours it into the bottle. And he's like, to Asgard. And he jumps on the back of his horse. And we see him riding. And he's riding through sort of desert oasis kind of scenery. And then he's riding through mountains and he's riding through what looks like the uh the monument valley in arizona i think that actually is what that is and he uh arrives in asgard and he uh, sees that there's a battle going on and that there's giants and sort of weird flying dragon things attacking the city and thor's like oh, i'm too late the battle has begun and we get a double page spread here of the of the battle and the Thor's riding in the middle of it on his shrubbery horse going for Asgard and there's um clearly they're, they're orcs <laughs> I mean I don't know how else to describe them I mean they're certainly not trolls the way trolls appear in the Marvel universe uh they they, they they're orcs <laughs> I don't know what else to call them uh, uh, some guards see him and they go Thor it is Thor the prince of Asgard has returned Hooray! And they're, you know, battling these orcs or trolls or whatever the hell they are. And there's giants and this giant lizard sort of thing. And it's pretty, pretty cool. And uh, Thor is fighting and Heimdall is there. And, and Thor's like, Heimdall, has Sif returned to Asgard? Aye, Thor, indeed she has. My sister Balder and Loki arrived just before this monstrous army did. Their warning gave us time to prepare for the attack. 
then I must find them, says Thor. And we see uh, there's Amora, the, the Enchantress. She's there, and she's casting spells on these uh, on the evil people. And there's a giant iguana, and Thor's jumping up. He's climbing up a wall, I guess, to get in the palace, and he's attacking. We see he's like Valkyries, and they're fighting too. So basically, you a lot of mayhem going on. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, we see Lorelei too. It's, it's uh, uh, the Enchantress's sister. So that's kind of cool. That's the character we haven't seen for a while. And uh, somebody goes, Thor, you've returned and just in time. You've obtained the water? The quest has been completed? No. Carnilla dried the lake and there was no water to be had. Uh, this is Sif, obviously, in armor. And Balder is there. So all the trials we suffered were for naught? We failed? And the voice comes, Nay, Balder, I will brook no failure today. Welcome home, my son. And obviously it's Odin, and he's there fighting the uh, these monsters too. And among them is some scantily clad women, for some reason. I guess because it's comics and you need to have scantily clad women. There will be time for celebration shortly. Victory is almost sure. And so Thor joins the battle. He's got an axe in his hand. He's, he's hacking at the bad guys. And Thor's like, this is not exactly the homecoming I had envisioned, Father. And so we have a few more panels of battle here. Battle, battle, battle. Uh, this dragon being pulled out of the sky. And uh, we see uh, it looks like Sif has like, shot the dragon down with her arrows. And, and somebody says, we've done it. Asgard has won the day. And uh, the Norn Queen is there, uh, Colonel is there, and she, um, uh, she says, Though the battle may be over, a small victory may still be achieved this day. Those we hold dearest in our hearts. And she um, has an arrow in her bow, and she shoots it straight at Thor's chest. Uh, shoots it, and it goes between the two plates uh, on his chest, and like right through the middle of his heart. And we get to finish the quote here. Those we hold dearest in our hearts are the ones who will lead us to ruin. And Thor falls and he lands on the ground. And Sif and Balder are there trying to, to revive him. And it looks like Thor's in trouble. And uh, Balder's crying and he's like, The son of Odin has fallen. Thor is dead. To be concluded, it says. And that is... Thor, Son of Asgard, number five. And of course, we have a few things to say about this issue, which we will be saying after this promo. It's time for some thrilling heroics, a brand new podcast on twotruefreaks.com. Keep flying, a Firefly podcast. We aim to do the impossible, cover every episode of Joss Whedon's science fiction space opera western, and that makes us mighty. we found as fine a crew as ever populated the podcasting verse. I told them I had a job. They said yes. Didn't much care what it was. So join me, Andrew Leyland. I fought for the independence. May have been the losing side. Not so sure it was the wrong one. I'm joined by a man too pretty to die, Mr. Paul Spataro. And last, but by no means least, a man with a mighty fine hat, Shepherd Bill Robinson. So join us on twotruefreaks.com for Keep Flying, a Firefly podcast. We aim to misbehave. And 
And we're back. What can I say about this issue other than this absolutely beautiful? This this issue is art wise just amazing. Um, it's beautifully painted. Again, we're back to the the very pretty painted artwork like we had in the first issue. Every page of this is gorgeous. There's a little bit of wonkiness in the anatomy. I think that's just kind of what we're going to have to decide is the style uh, of Greg Tuccini. Uh, I mean, the best of artists have weird anatomy things that they do. So I guess I'm just going to say I'm just going to stop commenting on it because I think it's just part of his style. But by and large, it's a beautiful, beautiful issue. The forest that they're riding through is gorgeous. The fight with Thor, the uh, the giant is gorgeous. There's a, a few complaints, and they're nitpicks, really. They're, they're really minor. And that's things like not being able to really tell what these shrubbery horses are until they get separated from the background. The backgrounds occasionally are a little bit muddy, and it can be a little bit difficult to see what things are. And I don't think that that's particularly anybody's fault it's just kind of the the way it worked out i guess um but but by and large the the artwork is fabulous i don't have a whole lot more to say about it than that story-wise okay well i mean it's not quite what i predicted but it is actually now going into an entirely different phase of the story so I have a feeling that, as in a lot of these uh, myths, and Norse myths in particular, that this um, the sand that he scooped in the bottle is going to turn out to be very significant. Just call it a hunch, but I think that that's going to be the case. I think that uh, it's clear that Akira Yoshida has actually read some of the Norse myths. And I, I, I'm, I, I'm really interested to see how this will pan out. Does anybody really believe Loki? in this whole story about standing up to the Norn Queen? Yeah, I didn't think so. I certainly didn't buy it, and I, I, I'm sure we're going to end up finding out uh, that that story was not altogether true. But like I said, I have not read ahead, so I'm not really, uh, you know, I'm not going to speculate too much because I'll probably be wrong, because I usually am. Anyhow, um, that's about it for this week. Once again, folks, thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And of course, you can email the show at RadioFreeAsgard at gmail.com and find us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and then you'll find out when each episode comes out because that's really about all I've had time to do on Twitter lately because I don't do Twitter very well. Anyway, with that, I am back over the Rainbow Bridge, back to Midgard, stopping to take a, a dip in the Lake of Lilitha. Well, the Dust Lake of Lilitha. And we'll see you next time here on Radio Free Asgard. You have been listening to Radio Free Asgard, a production of Tom Harris USA Productions, which is totally responsible for its content. The Mighty Thor and all associated characters are mostly copyright Marvel Comics. The stories presented are done so for educational, review, and entertainment purposes only. No ownership is implied. The silly voices, however, well, they're all me. Musical selections from Eden, the invincible sword of the Elfsmith, are copyright Mott's Vent and are used with permission. If you like what you've heard on the show, we hope you'll leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends, or even join our Facebook group. We really love hearing from our listeners, and we appreciate all of your support. Thanks once again very much for listening to Radio Free Asgard.